Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is the Almost Famous Podcast. It is episode three of this season of The Bachelorette. There's a lot to break down, but before we do, Ashley, you're spending a little time with the family. It's very sweet. Yeah. Tell so us. Nice. So tell all of our listeners just how great of a husband you you have. Uh, you had asked maybe <laughs> potentially for uh, today off. We were going to record uh, yesterday, uh, Monday evening. I could not do that. I was flying back from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, where I played in a charity golf tournament alongside Sean Booth. Uh, I literally still can't believe the amount that you uh, you fly and then you return to this spot. 
every week. Every week, I'm here. Um, <laughs> there you are, and magically you're God, and now you're back. I'm back, and uh, here here's a little shout out before we start. I, I want to give a little backstory. I did play in the Zach Johnson uh, Foundation Celebrity Golf Tournament. I talk about it every year, but they uh, help kids have a uh, more fruitful education in the Cedar Rapids area. Uh, the first class, so I've been a part of this now for five years. The very first class of people are graduating from high school from their program this year. They're all thriving. It's a really incredible thing. But here is the small, uh, so small awesome. nugget. Nobody really cares about golf. I know that. But <laughs> They're like you, another golf story, yeah, Ben. Holy but, crap, holy. But if you follow golf at all, you know that on Sunday, Tony Finau won uh, the RSM tournament in Minneapolis. Uh, he uh, was committed to coming down to play in this this golf tournament in Cedar Rapids. Now, obviously, if you win, nobody there was going to be upset or like mad at him if he didn't come. He just won a big golf tournament for millions of dollars. Um, but he got uh, on a plane that evening from Minneapolis, flew to Cedar Rapids to participate in this charity event. And so shout out to Tony Finau for just being a good human and doing and, and keeping his yes is yes and his no's no. Um it was, it was inspiring to see no, him That's there. very nice. I and love that. Get, a committed person. Him. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So as I'm there at the golf tournament, I'm getting text. Ashley, or a couple of days before that, I guess. Ashley was asking for potentially recording on Monday because she's at home with her family. And she was hoping uh, on Tuesday for her and Jared to kind of get away and do a nice couple's day together. And we all at the Almost Famous Podcast said, yes, go do that. That's important. You should take a couple's day and enjoy the time with your husband. Well... Ashley Jared. felt good about that. Ben's but then she's talking she, you up right now as and, you hand me a cup of coffee that he just made for me. Let's see. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's sweetie. He's sweetie. Uh, so your hair looks great. Okay. Continue, Ben. He, uh, Ashley then texts us and say, you know what? Let's record on Tuesday because Jared did what Ashley fills in. Oh, he just wanted to hang out with the family altogether. He's, which doesn't mean that he doesn't want to hang out as a couple. <laughs> but no. he was like, I never get to see your parents. So like, I, I want to like hang out with the whole family. And it's like, what kind of man wants to hang out with his in-laws? It's super, super, super sweet. Instead of going to Bush Gardens. Uh, see, it is special. And and I, I feel like I have that relationship. I enjoy my in-laws. Um, I don't see that changing. I know that people say like that could change over time. I just really enjoy being around them and they're really good to Jessica and I and I think she would feel the same way about my parents but you'd have to ask her uh, but it is oh, spe- it is a special it's a special thing when you're married and you enjoy your your partner's family because if that isn't the case it gets really awkward I would imagine and really oh hard God, I can't imagine it must be awful yeah really hard it's um, very common <laughs> yeah very common in fact a lot of people warned me of that uh, before I got married. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to have that issue. I, and in fact, I, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think we're just going to really enjoy our times together. Uh, so kudos to Jared for being a great husband, but also just making uh, the effort to spend time with your family. So we're here on a Tuesday, the day after The Bachelorette aired. Uh, Ashley, we need to break down this episode today. I feel like this was a pivotal episode for the season. I feel like this was a big oopsies. <laughs> but... I'll uh, I'll start out by saying as big of an episode as I think this will be as we move forward, I found myself not as engaged as maybe episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And let's talk about why coming up right here after the break. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. 
what is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, so Ashley, uh, we're going to start at the very be- beginning of this episode, uh, breaking down um, the major points that we feel like really should stand out. Uh, there's 21 guys now at the start of this episode. Both uh, bachelorettes, you can tell, are, uh, I, uh, I, I guess I could tell, or I felt like I could tell, they are uh, starting to get into rhythm of being the bachelorette, but this two bachelorette thing felt... Uh, more awkward than ever on this episode. Yeah, I think we talked earlier this season about how there was going to be definitely a time where the guys were going to end up having the power. Yeah. And it was going to feel like a little awkward and it was going to feel like an, "Uh uh-oh, why do we do this? But I have to say that like now that this episode's over, now I think it should be smooth sailing as far as like it feeling like there are two separate seasons going on. And there's not going to be any overlap, or at least that's what our hope is. I think that was what the plan was. That was my question to you. Was do you feel like if we go and we kind of jump to the end of the episode, do you feel like now that it's over the rest of the season, this kind of dynamic of the men having like the control and also the ability to kind of be like, I don't know who I'm into yet. Is that done? Like, do you, do you don't see that coming back, right? Mm. Yes and no. Okay. I think, yeah, I think that was the intention. I think that's the hope. But I think it'll be kind of crazy that amongst those, I think there's like 19 guys left, or is there less than, there's definitely less than 19. Because I think, I think Gabby said she has nine. And I think Rachel may have less. I don't know. Sorry about the math, guys. I'm not super good at that. But amongst the guys, I'm just going to say, I think it would be strange if on this TV show, there wasn't one that was like, you know what? I thought I liked her more, but the more I'm around the other one at group dates or whatever, I'm sensing feelings yeah. for the other one. I feel like that could come. That could come. Well, we'll talk about uh, the first example of that, actually, at the very end of uh, our breakdown of this episode. We're going to bring that back up because it's, it's, a, I think, a funny moment. But let's start with Rachel's one-on-one date. This happened with Zach. Uh, Ashley, if we can start with the judgment of the date, I would say I really enjoyed this date. In fact, I have to admit something to you. Yeah. I you cried? Up, I teared <laughs> up for the first time on this, uh, watching The Bachelor or Bachelorette in probably three years. Now, it's not uncommon for me to tear up. I just thought if I was in this date, like if I was the lead or if I was a part of the date and this kind of date happened, 
it would be one of those pinch me moments, but it would also, I would have been a bawling baby. Like it would have messed it. Like it touches every emotion and every sensitive piece of my like being this whole date did. I thought it was an mm-hmm. incredible one-on-one. Yes. You, you said earlier, you were like, I was kind of um, not fully there attention yeah. wise. Like it wasn't as compelling as the past couple episodes, the beginning of this date with Karamo. Cool to have Karamo there. Yeah. It's so standard, right? Just like we're dressing up, we're like pretending like it's like a royalty type date. Like we're yeah. going to be like Hollywood stars. Type. And we're like, okay, we've seen this so many times before. Um, this tells me nothing when they're trying on clothes for each other, right? And then when they get into that theater and they're watching videos of each other as little kids, all of a sudden, all of my attention is zoomed on that screen. And I am so feeling them. They have something there. And I'm really, really excited for Rachel. And I'm really excited for him. Do you know what almost made me emotional? It wasn't him watching the video. It was him in his ITMs saying that like there's something really serious here like this might actually be like the first date with my wife Uh, he seemed so convinced of it yeah and there was maybe i'm like looking way too far into this maybe i'm romanticizing it too much but i almost feel like during that itm he was having this realization and he didn't expect to come on the show and feel that and he was feeling it yeah it's it's almost the and we we don't see it every season so it is always a moment to to kind of point out but it was almost that like maybe not love at first sight kind of thing, but it's it's like love at first time together moment where we're, we'll walk away from this date and I'll say this. I don't know if we'll see Zach next week. We probably won't because he was such a big character mm-hmm. during this episode. But his heart, you have to like now remember as viewers where his heart stands and his like authenticity on his love or his care or his... Uh, his intrigue at Rachel, that's not going away. It's just going to continue. And now he has to watch her go on other dates with other people. And he feels very close to her. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how he emotionally handles it. Some handle it well, and some in the past have handled it really poorly and almost ruined it for themselves because they get so in their own head. Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel like, um, it was <laughs> you were waiting for him to say, "My dad's gone." Mm. Now they bonded over this dad moment, the yeah. two of them, where um, they talk about how their dads would take them to like by the airport and they'd yeah. watch the planes take off and land. And I thought that was really cool and really a bonding moment. They both were like astonished at the fact that they both grew up doing that. But like we didn't get like any backstory on his. He was like, "I'm really close to my dad." And I just was waiting for a butt. <laughs> yeah. Were you waiting for a butt? I was like, but what? And then I, now I just want to see where your dad is. Like, are we going yeah. to, is there something like cut there so that we are very anxious to meet his dad when ho- hometowns come and it's going to be like a great dad moment. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I did because I, I was really, really um, like feeling that day. I think I had like flashbacks to my time. And just missing your friends and your family and and being able to relate a little bit. Um, you know, this show is so crazy and it's so ridiculous and it's so wild. But there are those moments where every all of it kind of slows down and you feel um 
you kind of feel normal again. And it doesn't, ha- doesn't happen very often when you're on the show. And then your family comes up on this video. And here's where my mind would have gone because it happened with me is like Rachel's parents and Zach's family had to send these pictures in. And so in my mind, I'm sitting there going, my, my family knows that I'm going to be watching this and they put effort into making this happen because they care about this experience for me. And it would have just like overflowed with like gratitude and also just missing them, not being able to talk to them. And so I, I personally just was having a lot of like, man, I get it. Like this is a really great date, but it's going to be a really hard date to move on from for both of them because not every date is going to feel like this. It's such a good point. And I want to elaborate on what you're saying about the family feel because I think a lot of people watching this and even maybe myself initially was thinking, okay, they're old videos of us or okay, it's your mom's video. Like if your mom yeah. called in, you know, she sent in a video of like a big deal you saw her like last week. There is something like super emotional because you're so closed off from your family and you're experiencing something so emotional that normally your family would be involved in. And then yeah. all of a sudden they are involved in and it's a surprise. I remember my mom and dad had their their 40th anniversary during, no, it couldn't possibly have been. It was like their 35th anniversary or something when I was on the show. And um, they let me call them for like five minutes at the airport. And I got back and I was like... Eh. They're like, where'd you go? And I was like, I got, I got to come with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and when else would you cry about getting to call your mom and dad? Mm-hmm. It happens. I mean, you know, people might remember during my season, my dad had, you know, open heart surgery, like a week yeah. and a half before my season started. And it never really was brought up too much during the season, which is good. I didn't like, it wasn't, and it, it didn't need to be a storyline, but you leave uh, your, your, family in the hospital and you go on the show where you're cut off. Now I did get to call them once a week. I kind of, and then one of the producers had a direct access to him so she could text him and be like, Hey, how you feeling? And he would send her a text. And so I at least knew, but it's hard. It's hard when you go away. So, Hey, just remember that as you watch these dates, everybody, because these people are cut off in their family. Okay. So during this date, Ashley, there is a, uh, kind of a segment that goes back to the house. Gabby goes to see the guys. I felt like this didn't fit with the, the episode to me. Um, let me explain why. I know why it's in there. So... But go for it. <laughs> yeah, you can tell... This is where my mind went. Okay, so we watch this moment and we see what we see every season where the lead is wondering if any of these contestants are actually interested in them. Very human emotion, very human feeling where we don't want... Or maybe we're on a date and we feel like, how are we going to keep these this person interested in me? Or am I enough of a human, whatever that means to be the lead of this season. So Gabby's questioning that the guys are kind of throwing the football around. It doesn't look like they're paying attention to her, but as this episode progresses and as we see the interest in Gabby, I would be shocked if not one of these dudes was like flirting with her or like talking to her. I think it was cut to make it look like nobody was interested in her. I just, I'm shocked now because at the end of the episode, we see so many people interested in Gabby. Oh, that's so true. Oh, I didn't think about it like that. But it's definitely supposed to be like the scene setter. Yeah. You're supposed to start thinking like, oh, maybe. Okay, well, one, let's see Gabby's insecurities come out. Let's start to see them crawl out slowly. And then secondly, like, 
is this division of the guys showing interest in one over the other about to happen. So okay. I think it's just a scene setter. I wonder if that was ex- the, that was the moment that really did make her um, emotional. Also, like I remember crystals used to pop in during the day and I wasn't prepared for it. I was like, excuse me, I'm just going to sit over here because like my emotions and like my brain weren't ready for this. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I don't look right. Mm. And I think it's just like maybe she's overthinking it a little bit in that moment. That's fair. I mean, it is intimidating to be at the it's house. intimidating, exactly. You and just it, need to know. <laughs> and it turns into their house. I know it is the Bachelor Mansion and the leads come in and out, but after a few days, that becomes like, what, who, what if it's the Bachelorette, then it's the guys. If it's the Bachelorette, it's the girls. It becomes like a, the feeling of this is our house. So she's like in their house, not really always, you know, she probably feels like a guest and guests need to have a lot of like hospitality given yeah. to them. And these guys maybe weren't prepared to do that. They were just more down. They're like, Hey, it's a group day or it's a one-on-one day time for the guys to throw the football and jump in the pool. Well, okay. I don't want to give the guys too much credit in this no. moment. I certainly don't. No, I get it. But like, yeah, if they were told a couple hours earlier, you know, Gabby's coming this afternoon, mm-hmm. they would have had things planned. Like, I bet you guys would have been in the kitchen trying to show off cooking skills. They would have been coming up with games. I really do think there's a yeah. lot of intimidation factor. But then again, yeah. sure, get mad at me. If I am giving them too much credit, I might be. Yeah, there's an intimidation factor. I bet they've been doing push-ups, getting their muscles swole. Okay. <laughs> swole, you know. So. Uh, Rachel and Zach's date goes really well. This is a couple to watch. Uh, as we mentioned a second ago, we feel like both of them have strong feelings and Zach seemed, uh, very, very engaged in his emotions, uh, for Rachel after this date, which makes us go on now to Gabby's one-on-one date. Uh, one of our past guests on this podcast, grandpa, John, you go back and listen to it. It's a great, uh, podcast. I mean, the audio is not awesome because he had to call in from his bridge game that he we made him get up from to actually be a part of the podcast. But he is an incredible guest in the podcast. So go back and listen to that now that you've seen him on this season. Grandpa John's out for uh, Gabby's one on one day. I my first thoughts here are this. Grandpa John is incredible. He is uh, he is golden television. I hope we see more of him. But how awkward would it be for both Gabby and Eric to have the grandpa on your first one-on-one date sitting in the back seat, knowing you're sharing this date alongside of him? I think you get used to it, but I did it with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. You remember that? <laughs> like yeah. that was so intimidating. I have Kevin, I am driving in a like 19, like 70s Mustang around Los Angeles with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube in my back seat. The date is the last thing you're thinking of. You're definitely trying to think in that moment how to impress Ice-T and Kevin Hart. Like, whoa, you got A-listers in your car. I got got the A-list of the A-list in my car, and we had to get in a hot tub then, all of us afterwards. (laughs) Um, It was the weird, like, looking back, that might be the weirdest day of my life. Um, Just that I, I did that. But anyways, so Gabby has her grandpa. Ashley, would you feel like this was awkward or would this just be a lot of fun? I'm thinking for Eric, this is so awkward. Yeah. And he's not really even hiding it. His facial expression is not really like he's he's not thrilled. And that's okay. It's so understandable. 
Because in that moment, not only does he have to feel like he has to have his personality ready to go for Gabby, he also has to have like his personality attuned to impressing grandpa too. And those are two kind of like light switches in our heads. Because, you know, we have that personality that we kind of, that that best self, you know, you know how you have, in, I saw, I might, I might get seem like we all have like uh, multiple personalities, but that's what I mean. But you know what I mean? Like when you're going to go meet the parents, yeah. you put a different self forward. When you're about to go flirt on a first date, a different self. So now he has to mitigate between <sighs> both of these. And it's very, very hard. It is hard. And it's hard, you know, sometimes on this show, especially on a first date, uh, when you've met, known the person for a few days, the the way to kind of fill in awkward silence when you're not comfortable being quiet next to each other is kissing. It just happens. How are you going to be like kissing while Grandpa John's over there? I don't think Grandpa John would have a problem with it uh, no. now that we know him, but it would be weird. Well, the date is a normal uh, bachelorette and bachelor type date they go it's a to, little bit like uh, a, a mosaic date <laughs> we have sure. sound bath and then we have bowling <laughs> yeah that was but, but like i felt like the sound bath was a normal date right every season yeah. we see some type of meditation or we see some type of uh like getting in tune with yourself spiritually exactly type of day this was that date uh we'll probably see a few more of those this season um i'm guessing because they seem to like to repeat some of the dates right now uh but then we see bowling where gabby finds uh an incredible woman for grandpa john but he, i don't feel like we got enough of that date like i want to see her of course you wanted to see the old people date <laughs> i wanted to see thing. him date. i wanted to see him dad i wanted to see him talk i wanted to see him flirt i wanted to hear what they talk about when they're like introducing themselves to each other that that felt like a missed segment to me maybe they had so much that they didn't need it but that would have been inc- how fun would that have been I still don't think Grandpa John is open to love. I don't think okay. he's your lead to the show. I think he's still wearing his wedding ring after years after his wife passed. I think this man is is a one lady man, and everything else is just for fun and flirts, just okay. for flirts. Well, and that's that's <laughs> sweet. Uh, I'd like to see him flirting. Um, it, but uh, <laughs> that was a it was a fun date. It was a good one on one. I'm gr- glad Grandpa John was able to be around. I hope. Um, that was something that was, um, uh, encouraging for Gabby, especially when she had a tough week. It seemed like, uh, for the last maybe week, week of filming. He's Sprite though. Like he, he has a 30 year old granddaughter and he's like, boom, you know, he is energetic. Yeah. He's all with it. I mean, I think he's probably young, right? He's like, yeah. well, <laughs> quote, quote, young for a grandpa of a 30 year old. Like I'm 34 and my only living grandparent is 99 <laughs> yeah yeah he's not 99 i, I bet no. he's in his 70s or so he's probably he has the best that. quote of the episode to me uh it starts out very powerful and it made me stop and think he said this he said uh today was a good day he said new experiences are always fun when you get to my age that's what he said so new experiences no matter what they are when you do something for the first time when you are in your 70s or 60s or however old he is, uh, are always fun. And I think that was such a good perspective. He just enjoyed that day with his granddaughter. But then he goes, where's my beer? 
Like I, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, this man knows what he's doing for TV. He's actually made for TV. He knows exactly the lines to say, and I do not think they're fed to him at all. No. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand-new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. 
Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Back to Gabby and Eric. Gabby and Eric are on this date. Gabby opens up uh, to Eric about uh, her her mother and uh, how once Gabby kind of moved out of the house, I think it was her word. She said her mom kind of wiped her hands clean or washed her hands clean of that relationship. Uh, Eric and Gabby, since the beginning, really since we first saw them, it feels like they have a great connection. I don't know how deep it is yet. But it does feel like a great connection. In fact, Gabby, even, and, and if I'm remembering what she says right, she said uh, she's imp- she's the imperfect bachelorette. But in some people's eyes, it will be perfect. She also says I that love she that would line. be, oh, it's incredible. She said she would give anything to be loved by someone like Eric. And I didn't like that. a powerful statement um, for her to say. I think it points to where she feels about herself. I know. But I also feel like, she is still in this place where she doesn't feel good enough, which is, you know, that imposter syndrome as the bachelorette or bachelor is very real. I'm hoping that we see Gabby own this because she is 100% worthy of that. But I also don't want her to feel like she is not in control of this and that these guys aren't there because they feel lucky to be loved by someone like her. Uh, when I say I don't like this, I don't mean like, oh, I don't like that. She's like, I don't like that. She says that because I don't like the way that's how she feels about herself. She yeah. should be like, I, um, you know, like I, he would be lucky to be with me. I want her to feel that. I want her to feel like she is super worthy of her perfect match. Not just some guy she's been on a date with. This is so, so sad. Yeah. And I feel like you could speak to it because you were, you felt like you were unlovable. <laughs> no, hundred percent. And I mean, that I was just thinking about this, uh, as I watched the episode, you know, I did feel that way. Uh, and that's, uh, as we've said here and you know, that's, this is not always easy for me to say, but like, I still struggle with that. Like Jessica knows that I struggle with that, um, at times now it's a lot better because I have a wife that loves me really well. Um, so it's not like this haunting, oh my gosh, nobody's going to love me feeling anymore, but it, at times I feel unworthy of her love. And during the season, when I was doing it, I did have that in the back of my mind. You almost felt like I, I almost felt like I at times had to put on a front 
so that these women would stay interested in me. Because if they got to know me, they would not like me. I don't know if that was true or not. Um, because, you know, you don't get a second chance at it. But then obviously how my season played out and how life played out, there was another moment in my life where I went, oh my gosh, like I am that guy. The more somebody gets to know me, the less they like me and they don't want to be with me. I will say this, as I've worked through therapy personally, and as I know many people feel this way, I am a lot healthier of a human when I don't let those thoughts become truce in my head. And that's what mm -hmm. I don't want Gabby to feel mm -hmm. because I know how you can feel that during this. It's so you're, you're a normal human who probably have struggled to get people interested in you. And you've gone on great dates. You've gone on bad dates. And then you're all of a sudden the lead of the show where you have, you know, at this point still 21 people looking to find love with you. And you're like, this, it can't be real. This is all fake. This is all not true to me. Uh, but the truth is like Gabby is worthy of that moment. She deserves to be in this place. And I hope at some point she can start to have the confidence that no, these guys are going to be lucky to be with me. I know me too. Me too. She definitely acknowledges that she has you know, abandonment issues because yeah. of this. I just cannot, but like, it's a, it's a matter of like acknowledging them versus believing that you're worthy at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems like she still has a big, big step to take. Yeah. I feel just like so bad hearing the story of her mother. Like she doesn't know the love of a mother. She's estranged yeah. from her mom. Just like kind of like let that sink in. It's just something that like, it's so like, I, I can't conceptualize it and I can't imagine the pain that comes with it Yeah, and how it must play a role in her finding love. Yeah. It's also um, another thank moment. God for her, what, yeah, for her grandpa dad John. and her grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Her dad, because she's really, really tight with her dad. Yeah. Um. All right. So, but yeah, I just felt so, so sad. That's it was one it. of those moments that really like, grabbed my attention when she said like, I would sure. only, I could, if I could only, or like, I hope to be um, loved by a man like Eric. And I'm like, mm. girl, you, yeah. I, I don't like, I don't know Eric very well, but I feel like I'm getting to know you pretty well. And like, let's see if Eric deserves you. I'm like, it, cause, cause, because just in observing, yeah, you seem like way cooler than Eric. Like cool. I want to be with you more than I want to be with Eric. Oh, I think a lot of people are falling in love with the two bachelorettes, both of them uniquely. Uh, Ashley, as we, as we move forward here, then, um, we leave this one-on-one -on -one date where Eric does get a rose, not shockingly to a group date, the biggest group date in bachelor nation history. Oh, 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 I just thought of one more thing I'd love to talk about the way that she just went onto his lap. Oh yeah. I, she said the same thing. My wife says to me is if I get here, I just feel like I can get closer to you. Jessica's always says, I just want to get in your pocket. That's what she always tells me. It's like, well, I don't think that's possible. Like, but, but it's very cute. It was so, so sweet. Yeah, it is. That's oh, a good moment. There's that's, a lot of feeling. Yeah. And she felt comfortable enough to do that. I think that's a, mm -hmm. like, that is a comfort uh, when you can sit on somebody's lap and you're just like, I just like being close to you. Uh, it makes it me really feel intimate. very loved. Yeah. It makes me yeah. feel very loved when my, when my wife does that. And like, wow, you like me enough where you just want to be so close to me. Um, that's so nice. It is. It is very intimate. It was uh, so nice. Good. Good point. Okay. So it then we go to this nineteen. Uh, nineteen. 
uh, contestants two on two lead group date. It's the biggest in Bachelor Nation history. This is where everything starts to fall apart. I don't think we need to focus much on uh, the photo shoot because we've seen a photo shoot now for every season. I will Let's say... Let's retire the photographer. I forget his name. Let's retire him. <laughs> he's done a great job. He deserves a break. Let's let's say we'll move on from him now. Uh, this is no longer interesting to me. I used to be, and I know it's hard. Let's give the show the benefit of the doubt. Uh, it's hard to come up with a new date every season, but it used to be where maybe five years ago I would watch the episodes excited for what the date producers could come up with, like what new things were going to be done. And also I started to take some of their ideas and implement them into my dating life. Like some of the cool things they would do now. I mean, so far uh, we've just kind of seen dates repeat like over and over again, season by season, maybe in a different way, but I, I they just, the, the content of the date, is not fun for me anymore. It's now the after the date, which really brings out kind of the, the intrigue. 1,000%. So we do move on to SoFi Stadium, where Gabby and Rachel uh, are hosting the men of this season. Uh, they sit down and talk with them, and this is, like I said, I feel like where this episode takes a turn. Um, we start to have conversations had with Gabby especially Rachel's having a great time. She's talking to everybody. They're throwing the football. They're hanging out. Well, Gabby seems to have a, a wave of rejection coming her way this during this date. And it, it, it messes with her. Let's start Ashley talking about Hayden's conversation. Uh, I feel like that was the one that really stood out to Gabby and kind of rocked her. He said the words that she's rough around the edges. Now what he meant by that, uh, I don't fully know, but he said that in the midst of kind of breaking up with her or moving on to Rachel. Ashley, when he said those words, did it shock you? Did it throw you back? Did you go, oh my gosh, this is one of those moments uh, that is so despicable? Or were you more in a in a different place, kind of viewing it as he just didn't know what to say in that moment? He didn't know what to say in that moment. He had no idea. Like, one, he was nervous, I'm sure. And he also, what he meant was that, like, I don't I don't think that this, I think there's a difference between rough around the edges and edgy. Like, yeah. she's the edgier one, you know? Mm -hmm. Which means, like, she's kind of like the cool one, right? She's she's a little bit spicier. Yeah. And like, like there's sugar and sugar and sweet, right? Or wait, well, there's sugar and sweet, duh. There's like sugar and spicy. Rachel is sugar, right? Yeah. And then and then Gabby is spicy. I I would agree. I, I don't think it came out right. When I watched it, I was like, oh, that's not the thing to say. Like you can't tell somebody she's rough around the edges. I do though feel like the edgy side, like edgy would almost be a compliment to me because yeah, everybody yeah. called me so thrilling. Yeah. Everybody's called me so boring for so long that I think if somebody was like, man, you're kind of edgy, I'd be like, yes, I, yes, I am. <laughs> um, it's like, you're not vanilla. You're like Rocky Road. Mm -hmm. I'm edgy. I think I would take it as a compliment. <laughs> I feel like most would if given the right context. This came out wrong. It also came out wrong at the wrong time because Gabby was already questioning kind of her role here and if people would be interested in her. Then we have Jacob show up. And he uh, breaks the news to Gabby that he is into Rachel. Now, I don't know if either of them really had much of a husband 
idea of Jacob. I mean, uh, he had worn a leaf at the beginning of this episode, and he also showed up on a horse, uh, you know, bareback. Well, not bareback. That's different. But without a shirt on Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this season. But I do think it was one more example where Gabby just started to feel like, my goodness, like, are any of these dudes actually into me? Are any of these guys actually interested in who I am? And I do think she started to question it, which is very real. Yeah. And I didn't step back to really look at who was on this date versus who was left at home. Yeah. But I bet you that if she like really did step back and she was like, oh, but these guys are waiting for me at home and I know that I have a future with them. Like I want to pursue them. Because at least she could look at these three guys and she was probably like, I wasn't going to take any of them seriously. I didn't really care about any of them. But the rejection hurts regardless if it's somebody that you care about or not. Sometimes the rejection may hurt even more if it's somebody you don't care about because you're like, I'm not even impressing you. Yeah, that's true. I had somebody go home during my season. I remember somebody I was interested in but did not feel like there was a great connection with and it does rock your world because you're like wait people people are going to go home because they're not interested in me like i you you as soon as you start to feel like the lead the show is a great way of always humbling you to make you question if you really belong there or not uh and i, I think that was one of these moments you i didn't think you were worthy of yeah. wooing. <laughs> like how are you not interested in me come on like you're the one person here that like i always thought yeah like you'd be lucky to find somebody like me um that's kind of Hold on, I'm going to go quiet Dawson. I'm sure you can hear him. No, you can't. You can't? No, you're good. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So Gabby's questioning things. It leads to Rachel giving out her rose, uh, but Gabby not giving out a rose. Uh, the two bachelorettes speak then. Gabby shares with Rachel kind of what happened that evening. Rachel is immediately in a place of defense saying, Gabby, what do you want me to do? I'll talk to these guys. I'll call them out. We'll do whatever. This, I think, was a turning point to where they decided, hey, something needs to change. Like, no longer can we date these guys at one time. We can't allow them the position where they can choose uh, who they want to be with. Uh, And so they discuss, uh, which we hear from Jesse Palmer, that the cocktail party was going to be canceled and that instead the two roses or the two leads are going to give out individual roses to the guys that are now going to pursue them uh, alone for the rest of the season. I think this was a great move. I don't know how it's going to play out, but I think it was necessary given what had happened so far this season. It, it was a rough ending to this episode because I did feel like once again, the guys kind of had for the last, I hope it's the last episode, but they had control and they could Mm -hmm. decide. However, Ashley, none of the guys that took control and said no to a rose. Sorry, I'm more interested than another person actually got a rose. So, <laughs> I know, it was amazing. Yeah, that really backfired. It was really a secret backfired. pact between them. We're like, if one of these guys crosses us, they're yeah. gone. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. 
So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic. Treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because... Even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. To go back to like the Jesse conversation, yeah. yeah, when he comes out and says that, you're like, okay, this is a great move, great move. And then you see it actually unfolding and you're like, oh, uh, whoops, we really gave them the power. And they, the girls admit that. They're like, oh God, this is exactly how it was supposed to not work out. I just don't know if they had any other option. It's kind of one of those, you either take the the best worst option and do it and know that the rest of the season will be better. Um, here's one person out of all the guys that kind of said no to the Rose that I, I feel like needed another shot was Tremaine. I thought Tremaine had like very much done this thing well and had tried his best to pursue uh, the women. And he was interested in Gabby said no to Rachel's Rose. He is the one person here that I'm like, man, he, he could possibly like, he should get another shot. Okay. I get that. I wasn't like invested or really even thought of him beforehand. Okay. Two things I really hated about this scene. Okay. One, it was public, which is what um, Rachel was saying to Gabby. She was like, you were rejected. Yes. And I feel you. But this is on display in front of everybody. This is far more humiliating. Okay. I agree with her there. Yeah. I'd much prefer to experience what Rachel, uh, Gabby had gone through the night before than what Rachel was experiencing. Yeah. Secondly, it was the first time the show felt like an actual game show, like a game show mm. for love. When Jesse would come in and take away a rose yeah. from Rachel. Interesting. When um, it was rejected. Ooh. Yeah. It's a, it's a good point. That felt, yeah, I get that. That did feel weird to me. I didn't necessarily have the words to say why, but you're right. It felt kind of like a game show, right? Like, sorry, you lost your chance. Try again until you win. <laughs> Uh, so weird scene. Not, not, not a fan of the whole thing. It was definitely an an ick moment. Yeah. I'm just hoping that, like, like we said earlier in the show, this is the time where it gets awkward. We did end up giving the guy some power, but now um, it's better. And and then going forward, there will be none. <laughs> yeah, there'll be none. This is this gets better. The groups are smaller. I mean, if you're on either side, you're now in the top ten. You're three weeks in, you're in the top ten. If you're on Rachel's team, you're in the top like seven or six. Uh, if you're on Ra Ra uh, Gabby's team, you're in the top nine. That's pretty crazy to think about uh, because there's going to be less uh, rejections each week. Maybe one person from each side. Uh, it's going to even out at some point. So maybe Gabby has to get rid of two people at some point. Rachel has to get rid of one or maybe none. So that's interesting to me uh, to see how they're going to do that. You know, hometowns are still many weeks away. They haven't traveled internationally yet. And so, you know, hometowns are going to be what now? With two each? Or is it going to be four on both sides? If it's four, then there's just two people that are going to get cut from Rachel's side before hometowns. Um, that's wild. I don't think yeah. it's going to be four. I bet it's less than that because that's a... Yeah, that's wild. That'd be a crazy episode, but... Um, but it's already obvious. I, I think it is. Who's going to hometowns to me with Rachel? 
Okay, so in a second, let's get into that because that's okay. a great ending here. Uh, I just want to, we, we promised we would talk about the one person who tried to come back. That's Meatball. We see it in the, the kind of the bloopers at the end of the episode where he goes, you know what? Nice. Hey, Ra- Rachel, I made a mistake. You know, I was thinking and uh, I was about to go home here, but I, I actually am into you. Like, what do you think? They oh, don't tell us what happens, but it's hilarious because, you know, one, his name's Meatball. And I can't imagine how ever you would call a guy Meatball and then at the end of this be like introducing him to your parents, be like, we, we call him Meatball. His name, I don't even know his real name uh, at this point. Uh, so Meatball tries. I don't see it working out for him. I don't think he's going to get a second shot. We need to see this reaction. And I want Rachel to not be Rachel. Sweet, sweet Rachel. I want her to be like, dude, yeah. come on. Yeah, like make it funny because she said yeah. to him already i gave i gave you a rose so and you said no to me so now you want a second chance like i don't know probably like 10 hours later because this rose ceremony had to take forever uh but g- funny episode or funny ending okay so funny. ashley spend a few minutes here who do you think uh let's go on both sides uh who do you think are like shoe-ins now for hometown or maybe we should say it who do you feel like we should really keep an eye out for so Eric and um, it's obviously going to be Eric and um, Nate uh, for Gabby. I know that leaves us two big spots, but then I think that there will be Tino, Zach, Avon, and there's one other guy for am I, who am I missing? That's obvious for Rachel, or is there really an open spot? I think it's open. I, I would agree with you on everybody there that I'm like, yeah, you have to watch out for this. Um, both seem, at least at this point in the season, it seems pretty clear who are bo- who both Rachel and Gabby are most interested in. Uh, and also just maybe who have the, they have the best connections with. It feels like, you know, this is only week three. This happened quicker than usual, m- maybe because the groups are now smaller, but it's I very like clear. It. Yeah, I love it fair we get to see their storylines now play out for seven more weeks uh yep do we get to see the relationships build and flow i don't know how i feel about logan logan to be another one that i'd throw in there uh i don't know what his connection is yet but he is one to keep an eye out for yeah uh, oh and then like it seems like johnny could be a favorite of of gabby's too we'll yeah. see but i love the fact that we have now narrowed it down by week three to people that we are actually serious about. So we're going to really see relationships. And I think this is what the audience has been asking for. And I'm so excited. So to close out your thought, there's one person here that you did not mention on either side. Mario. Yeah, Mario. What happened? Did he get eliminated? (laughs) No, Mario's still there. Do you Okay, so he's on Team Gabby? Yeah, do you feel like he is now... Maybe, you know, he got the first impression of us. We just haven't seen much of him, uh, which happens often. But do you still feel like he's in the mix? No, I don't think he is. Wow. It's interesting because he did get Super the first weird. impression Okay, rose. see? Going into that rose ceremony, I go, oh, I'm, this is in my head. I go, oh, I wonder who Mario is going to get on, which team he's going to get on. Yeah. And then I didn't even remember when he was, quote, drafted. Yeah. So Why interesting. I said, quote, drafted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Ashley, uh, that's the breakdown of this episode. Now we have Bachelor headlines. We have a few of them to celebrate and also talk through. Let's start with this one. 
One to celebrate here, Bachelor Nation's Emily Ferguson marries William Carlson, officially Mr. and Mrs. Carlson, they say. This is according to People. Haley got married at the exact same place as Emily did in Vegas. Uh, she, Emily, married William Carlson. He is on the Las Vegas Knights. They've been together for like four years. They said their vows on a on the Rose rooftop with views of the Strip, and um, they had a they they were escorted by the Knights' official drum line into the party. It's pretty cool. That's super cool. Uh, another uh, interesting <laughs> romance to consider. Love is Blind's Natalie Lee raises eyebrows on trip with Bachelor Nation's Blake Moynes. This according to E. So they just took a few pictures on, on a recent trip in the Caribbean. Natalie posted to Insta Story. Uh, they were posing on the beach together. Uh, there is a sunset clip with the overlay that says the crossover nobody asked for. Whoa. So who knows what they're dating. There is a video of what seems like a breakfast date, but I guess stay tuned. We have no confirmation, but it definitely seems like a thing. There you go. Well, speaking of things, uh, we promised that we'd talk about it, and so we're going to. Here's the update. Bachelor, uh, Bachelorette's Nate moves to Los Angeles after Michelle Young split, and he says he's not dating DeAndra Canoe. Okay. Well... He moved to L.A. two weeks ago. It's something that's been in the back of his mind for some time. Nate wants to get into modeling. He's still doing tech sales, so modeling would be more of a hobby. He's enjoying the summer, getting to spend time with family and friends, and getting situated in L.A., and he'll be doing more traveling, like to Cancun in August. This is what a source says. Super interesting, because we all know that Michelle wanted to stay in Minnesota, wondering if him wanting to move to LA was a thing. Well, we just have a few more to break down today. Uh, the air date of bachelor nation celebrity family feud episode revealed. Um, this is a fun, this is always a fun thing to do. It feels like a lot of the people uh, that are a part of their kind of podcast network uh, were invited. And then some recent people from bachelor in paradise, Ashley, what do we know? We know that Joe, Serena, Kenny, Mari, Thomas, Becca Kufrin, Michelle, oh my gosh, Nate, so this is taped earlier, Mike Johnson, and Rodney will all be in an episode that was taped back in March, and it's going to be airing on Sunday, August 7th at 8 o'clock on ABC. Well, The Bachelor host, Jesse Palmer, and wife, Emily Fardo, have second wedding in France, this is according to E.T., if you guys don't know, Jesse has been married for over a year now, um, but they had a wedding um, last week, like a formal wedding, because the other one was more of like an officiating, you know, like it's like a sign the paperwork type thing. And they got married in a chateau, a beautiful chateau. I, I'm going to butcher the name. Chateau de la Gaudi. <laughs> I know. Why did I even try that? That was, that was pretty But good. this is what Jesse said. After canceling our wedding twice due to COVID and then eloping in Connecticut, Emily and I finally tied the knot again in front of our immediate families in Providence, 
France. Everything was perfect. It's been the day that we've been envisioning for the past three years. Such a magical day full of love, tears. Maybe I cried a lot Um, and gratitude. It took longer to get here than expected, but we made it. You guys can go check out the Instagrams online. They are amazing so so cool to like see the bachelor host get married in the midst of the season it just feels like ultra romantic yeah it seems like a romantic wedding well the bachelorette's jed wyatt do you remember him is engaged to girlfriend ellen decker the greatest joy of my life yeah he says in an instagram ellen you are the greatest joy of my life getting to spend So much time with you has taught me so much. Above all, our ability to work through difficult situations has been very impressive. We never turn and run on each other. We face life head on and figure it out. We had people doubt us and we would laugh. We had days where we drove each other nuts and we would always come back to resolve. We're rooted in a love deeper than anything I could have prayed for. Uh, They've been dating for three years, and they got engaged on July 15th in Franklin, Tennessee. Hey, that's where I got engaged, Franklin, Tennessee. Ah, That's so crazy. Isn't that so crazy? Uh, This just brings up, because anytime you think Jed White, you obviously have to think Hannah Brown. Is is that still a thing where Hannah Brown's brother is dating Jed's ex? Yeah, aren't they engaged? engaged? They're engaged. I wonder if, like, where that relationship stands. I wonder how that's doing. We'll have to inquire. We'll have to look into that a little bit. Hey, uh, that's all the headlines we have for you today. It's been a great episode. Thanks for joining us for another breakdown of uh, The Bachelorette. This has been episode three of the season, so we'll be back next week breaking down more. In fact, Ashley uh, will be going to Tahoe uh, this next week. I'll be there as well. be? With uh, my wife, Jessica. Yes, we will be there. Uh, okay. <laughs> you we'll, we'll will be, be there. Okay. <laughs> we'll be working very hard. We'll be together um, doing this podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to get to Tahoe. Can't wait to get on a trip with my wife and to see you in person. It's been too long, Ashley. So until then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 wall supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.